podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Just came Hello and welcome guys to Chessie Hour, a podcast from the Touchline Fracker um, Media. Uh, yeah, so we're back. We didn't do one last week like the rest of the guys because I don't think there was any time, anything to talk about. Plus, like, because we're on Thursdays as well, it was just too far away from the weekend. So yeah, we're here. Preparing for the the new week of football, and I'm joined by uh, a a cast. I was going to say all star cast, but not not quite there yet. But um, we're joined by Jermaine. What's up, Jermaine? Yeah, what's going on? What's going on, Dan? Good. Yeah, man. All good. All, right. all good. Ready, to, ready to talk football? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Joe, what's up? Evening, Dan. You good? Yeah, I'm good, man. You still got a Copenhagen echo, yeah? Yeah, I can't do anything about the mansion, man. But um, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to do something with it. I've got, I've got a different headset, so I'm hoping that it's a little bit better. But no, we'll it actually sounds good. I can't hear the echo. I can't, okay, I can't hear the, the wealth, so that's good. <laughs> it's dripping, but yeah, that's okay. <laughs> and we're joined by a new Chessie Hour cast mate um, today. My boy Anu, what's up, Anu? Yes, Dan. Yeah, Long time. You good? So yeah, this is my boy um, Chelsea. Do you know what I like about Anu? I think he's going to have different views from us. So I feel like. Actually, sometimes we can align a bit, so I'm hoping that you can bring some good shit to the podcast. I hope you're right. All right, cool. So, it's international week. I'm going to talk about England first. First thing I want to talk about is Barkley. Now, obviously, we've all kind of noticed Barkley seems to play better for England, but obviously he kind of divides the fan base. I don't even think he divides the fan base. I think most people don't like him. My, my whole thing is, my whole thing is, I think the fact that he shows that he can play well for England, there's a good player in there. Not necessarily as a star, but even as like a squad player. Like, we've obviously got injuries now, so I think he could like be useful for us. Like, I kind of want your opinions. Are you all in the camp? Get rid of Barkley. The first sign, like the first possibility we can do, or is there anyone here that actually says actually he might make a good squad player? I keep him, hundred percent. Keep him. Yeah. Um, I think in a day and age now where you can't seem to have like two international players for every position. You think back to some of the early Chelsea squads where you would be basically had two internationals, sort of mm. one backing the other one up. Mm. You know, that, that mentality doesn't seem to exist now in, in, in modern football, you know, people will move if they're not playing. So yeah. having someone like Barkley is like maybe like your benchmark of talent, you know, so he's, he's okay. He's going to give you some good performances. He's not going to start every game. I think potentially looking at him in, in that perspective and, few, and kind of through that prism, He's really, you know, he, he's good enough to keep around. I don't think he's good enough to play regularly, but definitely as a yeah. as a rotation option and squad player. So wait, yeah, yeah, Jermaine, are you saying? I'm 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 going to agree as well because I feel like um, ever since we signed Barkley for like, especially for the price of like 15 million, I feel like he's just been he's been more more frustrating than anything in it. I don't think it's a fact of like disliking him. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think a lot of fans actually dislike him. I think they, I don't know they're about just that. really, really frustrated by him. I've seen the tweets. I've seen tweets like people actually dislike him. Dislike him? Okay, yeah. 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 For, for me, I felt like it was more of a frustration thing, like in terms of 
we've all seen the ability that he he has got in glimpses, mm. and and I think that's the biggest problem. It's only yeah. in glimpses. So like we'll see it for England, for example, like we did um, over the international break. But then say for example, if he starts um, on Saturday against Newcastle, yeah, he might he might you know give a disaster class, and then it's like. All right. Oh. Alright, so Anu, but like, I brought you on to disagree with these guys. That's literally what I brought you on. Someone that doesn't have the same opinions as us. You know what, yeah. yeah. I think people need to remember that Barkley's not a kid anymore. Okay. He's got 25 years old. 26 as well, you know. 26, in fact. Yeah. Um, he's 26 years old and it's like, how long do you keep saying this guy is going to show his potential? Yeah, he's a squad player, but yeah. I think... He does need to do more. And I think, speaking about what you said, hated, he's hated. I think what happened was this penalty incident did not help. <laughs> yeah, this, oh. It did not help the situation to start his season, um, which was mad. I still, anyway, I think that's another topic in yeah. terms of who can be probably, you probably discussed that already. Yeah. But in terms of squad player, yes, I, but I feel that we can't just keep giving him the benefit of the doubt every season. Something has to happen. But, but so, as as just as he is right now, as a frustrating player, isn't that okay for a squad player? Like, yeah. you can't yeah. have you can't have a world-class player on the bench. There's going to be a reason why you're a squad player. It's either you're really young, you're really old, or you're someone like Barkley who can provide glimpses of specialness, but also yeah. isn't quite there. Yeah, that's where I'm at with him. That's where. That's exactly where I'm at. That's, with why, he's, that's why he's eating chips on cabs. His mentality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, eating, he's eating chips on the way back on a Wednesday night. No, I hear that. I hear that. I, I hear like. Yo, that was a Barkley. That was his. Tw- that was his twin. That was his twin. That was oh, that was his twin. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but with with Barkley, yeah, the thing I feel like with Barkley as well is that, um, like you said, Dan, in terms of him being a squad player, mm. he, he's just like a perfect player to kind of fill in for when players like. Um, say for example Cover or Kante yeah. um, or Jorginho like because if you look at for example now this weekend there's a possibility that Kante and Kovacic might not play we've got mad right injuries um, say again we've got mad injuries yeah, yeah. And then, but then the thing is if Barkley comes in it's not kind of like the one one of them ones where you're like you know running scared because you're like oh Barkley's going to be playing I don't yeah. really feel like that I yeah. don't, well, I, myself like that innit? I don't really feel like you know, it's going to be that much of an issue him playing against Newcastle, especially with the way, you know, our attack has been firing of, of recent mm. and our defence is kind of sorting itself out slowly. So I feel like Barkley's not really like the biggest issue we have. And I feel At like all. people just... Say again? At all. And I, I know what you're going to say. You feel like people just want a scapegoat. There's always someone that someone wants to get rid of regardless yeah, especially because like now all these youngsters are coming through, and that's not helping Barclays Barclays um okay position well. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying like he's easily going to be the one that people look at and and be like, ah, oh, you know, Mount should be playing or okay. play Gilmore or play this person. But so, Barclays so, not a bad player. He's just 100%. he's just very inconsistent. And, and to wrap this bit up, I think Barclays as well. Don't forget he's very versatile. Well, to be fair, he's versatile, but. Personally, I don't like him play- when he's playing deeper. Yeah, because yeah. he does one thing that I think we can all agree with, about with Barkley is he does kind of take his time. He likes to dwell on the ball. If you're still doing- the ball a lot, too. yeah, too smart. And if he if he played him in that deep line yeah. role, yeah, the amount of times he will get tackled. Yeah, and will yeah. happen in Champions League. Yeah, the- yeah. So I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's why it's maybe that's why with international football he does a lot better because again, like the. International football, you probably it's more like European football where you have more space on the ball, whereas in the Premier League you don't get that, and so that's why he probably makes some mistakes. But obviously Mount played um, the England match, the first one, and I don't know if you guys watched it. Um, what did you think of the performance? Um, he got sabotaged, man. Mount got sabotaged by who? And Tom, t- talk me through it. Oh okay, my t- god! Talk me through how, the sabotage. How dare you play that midfield with Mount? That is ridiculous. All right, talk I, us through it. Again. Talk us through it. What midfield did he play and why shouldn't he have played it? So he played two midfielders that just absolutely have no business passing the ball about. Like they, they can't they they are so bad. They got found out They're so bad at possession football, it's ridiculous. Henderson he was treating the ball like a hot potato. Every time he was getting <laughs> he was just he was just lumping it forward or trying to do this extravagant pass that he thinks he has in his locker, which he doesn't. Yeah. And then with um Rice 
Rice was just Rice, really. Okay, oh, don't okay. get me started on him. Okay, the, okay. the amount of Chelsea fans that want him to come here next season which, is is worrying. Which and was you guys know I'm not a massive Jorginho fan, but the fact of uh, replacing him with someone like Declan Rice that that exactly. is not but that I is not the move. Jorginho can play football but with Rice. Is it? You can't get the ball and and, but, and progress progress play. But is it Rice and Mount? That's his best friend. So Southgate done him a solid. They all both the wishing this. <laughs> they played what once together when they were in Chelsea Academy. And this story of them being <laughs> being the next big things together. It's just not going to happen. It yeah. needs to be squashed quickly. So I was actually going to ask that question about would anyone want Rice here, but nah. No chance. He's nowhere near ready. Let him, let him go, United. Yeah, United. for real. To replace Pogba, in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> together. So, but, but yeah, back to Mount. Um, why do you feel like Mount? I don't. I only saw a little bit, so I can't really say it with my chest. But yeah, I heard he didn't play well. Why do you think he didn't play well? Are you just nah. blaming on other players, or can he take some responsibility? No. Nah, so he he can, but at the same time, I feel like because um, I watched the whole game, and what I felt like was with Mount before he gets the ball, I feel like somebody else in the midfield needs to get the ball to progress play, mm. like to give it to him because he's a very attacking, attack-minded player and okay. he starts quite high up the pitch as well. Yeah, yeah he's he a receiver, playing. yeah. So he wasn't getting any passes from, from Rice or um, or Henderson. Whereas in the second international game against Bulgaria, when Barkley was playing in that role, in, in Mount's role, he had winks. So, who I spoke about before playing in the England team yeah. who gets the ball and he yeah. passes it forward. So what you... So what are you saying? If if Barkley played the first game and Mount played the second game, do you feel like their performance would have switched? Or oh, one hundred percent. Is it? Are you sure? Like, I feel so. I feel. I feel like Barkley still would have done better because yeah. I feel like he generally plays better for England. But yeah. um, it's harsh though because it's completely different opposition. As in, yeah. in comparing Czech Republic to Bulgaria, but it's yeah for Mount to start that game when the England are just getting dominated in possession constantly. Yeah. It just like he was just doing, he was sitting idle. Yeah, yeah. Just and, like, and, and you know what? Southgate admitted that he said that he got it wrong. He he took the blame. He said that the way I set up, I tried something, it didn't work. One of the interesting things that Mount said is that actually he said I'm more used to playing on the left, cutting in. So I feel like almost Mount has internalized this left-sided cutting in position as his yeah. as his first position. And I think one thing we mentioned in preseason as well is that actually Mount is more of an attacker than he is a central midfielder. So mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I don't know. My question was, do you feel like Mount is more of an attacker than a midfielder? Because right now he's been playing for Chelsea's attack. I know the last game he played midfield. But obviously we're going to have players coming back from injuries. Where would you like to see Mount play for Chelsea more? In, within the midfield or within the attack? And that goes to anyone. So that, you're going. I think it's got to be in the attack. I, I'm not sure if I'm too comfortable with him controlling, um, dictating play. But I know he's a player who will work hard aggressively when he doesn't have the ball. And that can be done up there. Um, To say midfielders and compare him to the Kante, the box-to-box, I just haven't seen enough with him on the ball. Uh, But you know he's going to come in late in that box. Because you know Lampard's literally training this boy to do what Lampard It's so obvious. It's obvious he's got his arm around him and and he's wanted to be the next Lampard. But so... He's being built to be this late one of ten coming in, um, and I feel like because he he can he can finish. Yeah, I think I think his finishing ability has been proven. I think still a lot more, but it has been proven. So I think you're going to be more comfortable up there because you know he's going to get a goal for us. What about but, you, Jermaine Joe? Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I mean, the more the more I see him, and I, I don't want to suggest in terms of like profile, but he reminds me so much of Oscar. There was loads of shouts for. Oscar to play deeper to play midfield but I, I I think he was he was pretty good there but not quite as effective when he was playing further forward and you know I can see Mount being uh, let's say the right side of an attack playing on the left side just playing in sort of more of a more of an attacking number 10 in, in midfield than I can see him playing in like a pivot or in more of a, a traditional midfield role. He may eventually grow into that position, but mm. I think at the moment, you know, you know, you've got probably one of the biggest goal threats in the team, I think, yeah. as, as was mentioned. You know, he's a really, yeah. really good finisher. So, yeah. you know, you want him in and around the box. You know, I think he's, he's developing that Lampard trait, mm. you know, that ability to sort of ghost into the area and, and, and get kind of shots off, which is it's difficult to, to master for someone so young. And his, his positional sense as well, his work, his work rate, I think he gives a lot to the team. I think you actually notice when he's when he's not playing, just 100%. just how much that press drops off when he's not in the in kind of the attacking in attacking free or or playing further forward. He's a so, bumblebee. He's a bumblebee. Yeah, 
One, th- one thing I, I will say is that, though is that when we're playing against teams where we can't do the gengen press and we can't do the counter press and we have to sit a bit deeper, because he doesn't have the ability to dribble past people like that, I think that's when he's less effective. When we're playing against the lower teams where we can kind of camp in their box and he can be in the box and then he gets opportunities to shoot, cool. But when you actually ha- he wins the ball deeper and then he has to dribble past people, he, I don't think he has that in his locker as much. I know he can dribble, but... Yeah, that's my only thing with Mount. But yeah, I kind of I'm in the camp. I know I haven't gone to Jermaine. I don't, Jermaine, what what's your kind of thoughts on it? Yeah, no, I think I think um, the more I watch him in that left sided role, the more I like I stop, I kind of enjoy him playing there. Yeah, and the only reason I, I I do like him playing there is because he the the runs that he's making from from out to in they're 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 looking so natural to him in terms of like the way he's arriving late. He's such an assured finisher as well. Yeah. To get goals from, to, I feel like you'll get a lot of goals coming from that side, yeah. and it's already shown with obviously but his goal scoring Hudson, record season. Obviously, let me be honest. Let me be honest. I don't think he starts when. Yeah, Hudson. Yeah, that's what I was going to say though. Hudson, Hudson's got that got that role all day long though. Yeah, so, he's 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 back. You see him under twenty one. Yeah, back. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We're not going to shoot <laughs> our low too quick, but. Um, so, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think Mount is. Um, if if he was because it's it's again it's like it's difficult it's gonna it could end up bad for him in a way because like when Loftus comes back you've got yeah. that middle like he can play in the middle but do you know what is do you know what I think is good do you know what I think is good I think the good thing is now that Hudson's back I'm guessing that's gonna be his spot so mm. Mount's gonna get a chance to prove himself I'm thinking in the midfield at this point we're gonna get to see Mount the midfielder. And if he doesn't work there, we'll get to see Mount the right-sided. Right-sided, yeah. And yeah. so, like, until Loftus, there's still a little bit of time for Mount to kind of try to make a claim for one of those positions um, before, like, Loftus comes back and complicates things. But quickly moving on to the other boys in the England team. So, obviously, Tammy was there. Do you think Southgate did him dirty? Because, obviously, Anu, you're Nigerian, I'm Nigerian. He didn't do, he didn't do him dirty, he did Nigeria dirty. <laughs> <laughs> the whole nation dirty. And Niger, on Nigeria passport, it's ECOWAS, isn't it? So you did a whole West Africa. He just, <laughs> I'm not. He just, he just, he knows what he did. Yeah, like, was, that's cheeky. That was cheeky what he did. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get, get so, it. It'd be honest, if you're an England manager and Tammy's going to keep scoring like this, you need to secure it. I know, but like even to secure it, give him more than that three minutes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or whatever. That was yeah. yeah, that was my thing. You could have easily gave Tammy half an hour against um, Czech Republic. Easy. Yeah. But that it just showed the ugliness ugliness of what that call up was. Secure yeah. him and that's it. Like if Tammy doesn't get into the next team, he would have done him big dirty. But yeah. he don't forget he didn't play in the Bulgaria match, but then I'm thinking maybe that's because of the racism stuff. That because obviously Tammy said, I don't know if you saw it, but Tammy said if there's racism, he's got support from the whole team to walk off. So I'm thinking yeah. Southgate didn't even want that to be a story, that to be a kind of thing. But Nigeria, but Nigeria would have protected him. <laughs> isn't it? Nigeria would have had his back, isn't it? Would have had his back. Like, it's happened to him. We know what to do. Yeah. And Southgate, Southgate likes the Chelsea boys, though. To be honest, so yeah. I think, I think um, Tammy carries on the way he's going. But he'll, he'll end up like a, a but, strong, strong. Do you know the funny thing is, like, obviously the second match he weren't playing. In terms of they lost that match, then he dropped all the youngsters. <laughs> He dropped all yeah. of the youngsters <laughs> and he brought back all of the, the experienced players. But um, quickly moving on to obviously Tomori not playing. Do you feel like, I know, um, who came in again? Mings. Mings. Um, do you feel like Mings, like, do you think Tomori gets into the, the first eleven for England? I know we're coming to the 2020, it's a bit early, but do you feel like, may, do you see him being a star? Do you think he's good enough? I thought it was unlucky not to start that one actually. Yeah. Because Keane had to go after that first game. Yeah. So yeah. so obvious that he was gonna change that centre back. He could have even to be fair, he could have even changed, uh, changed the whole yeah. the whole back four if you were but obviously he left Maguire in there. because um, obviously he sees Maguire's future. Fair enough. So tomorrow what well, I thought was unlucky not to come in because on form probably tomorrow's playing better than Mings it could be argued yeah. so I was lucky not to come in and I'm surprised you didn't do a last five minutes sub or tomorrow yeah. as well do you know yeah. what I just think it's I honestly think it's because he's dark skin I swear because obviously there was a lot of the racism <laughs> with the Bulgarian thing not even a joke bro not even a joke uh, but I what, hear what you're saying yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel like that's why yeah I feel like that's why T- Tammy and Tomori didn't play but the light skin players go it anyway so but um, yeah, yeah, yeah alright so obviously we've seen Sancho for England a couple of times yeah 
And I know, like, Anu, I haven't heard your opinion on Sancho. I don't know if you have an opinion on Sancho, but the whole Chelsea fan base seem to want this kid. Now, we've seen him play a couple of times in England. Obviously, Dortmund, he's busting up, but that's Germany. Now, for England, I'm not, I'm not sure that he's been lighting it up like that. Because I remember Hudson's debut, he lit it up. Um, what are your thoughts, and does it worry you? Because everybody wants to spend big money on his players, give, um, player. Does it worry you that, I don't know, he's not kind of lighting up for England? It's hard. It's hard because I'll be honest. I don't watch the Bundesliga every week. I don't see it every week. But obviously, the quality there is not as as good. Um, mm. But for in the uh, Czech Republic game, he didn't do anything. Yeah. But it, it's harsh because the whole team didn't do anything as one. So mm. the top three were not getting the ball. It was literally Sterling trying to make something happen. Mm. Uh, so he didn't do anything in a tough game like that. You got. You've got to think the price tag from him for him to come to Chelsea is just going to be through the roof. Exactly. And it's, I personally don't think it's going to be worth it when you can get. You can just the scouts just let the scouts earn their money, and there will be another player out there. Sure. Because the, the English price tag for yeah. that player, it's going to be mad. I, I think we're talking like one fifty. Surely one fifty million for yeah, someone like that. One hundred percent. And what you at, said at least. Yeah, exactly. And what you said about. Sterling, oh. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, what you said about Sterling doing, having to do all of that type of stuff to make something happen, if you're a £150 million player, then you should be able to make something happen. you know what I mean? Is it just me? Am I off base? Jermaine? I, I don't know. Like, I feel like because during the game, as, as, as um, Andy said before, like, they, they didn't play well, England, mm. generally. But you did see signs of Sancho being... An, a little bit ahead of the other attackers in terms of like he played some nice passes through some nice like kind of um, sets for players and his dribbling was still on point he, mm. he weren't he weren't doing what he normally does in the Bundesliga but yeah. you could see that he was trying to make things happen mm. and I just feel like t- just based off that one game I'm not really going to be like oh no I don't want Sancho because I yeah, think but I'm I not even... think Sancho's got he has got that I kind agree. of X factor in his game but I'm so, not asking off of one game. I'm talking about his body of England performances. Oh, oh, oh off his body of England performances. Obviously, it hasn't been nothing to yeah. Not say he's worth like 150 million. Yeah, I think he's that's you know that's been that's been mainly from his highlights from Germany. But yeah. um, do you know? Is what? It, it, is he a better? Is he a better talent than Hudson? Probably. I was not. I was going to get onto that, but like, let's hear Joe's opinion of Sancho quick before we get onto Hudson versus Sancho. I mean, I, I'm always of the opinion that I think it's it's quite dangerous to, to judge people on on international games. You're taking them out of their environment. <laughs> you know, the Dortmund team is obviously set up in a way that really I think maximizes his his talent, and I don't think necessarily that's always reflected in uh, in kind of the way that Southgate sets up his team, you know, I mean, I don't think, for example, that Lionel Messi is, is the same mm. superstar talent that he is for Argentina that he is for Barcelona. Yeah, and, and I'm not and, making the comparison that they're the same kind yeah. of player. But I, I think sometimes people will, will jump on the international thing and maybe not actually just focus on the fact that, you know, his club form, particularly in, in Champions League and, yeah. and in Germany, has been has been excellent. You know, I think he, he's worth like almost like a goal a game to them. So, yeah. um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm not looking so much at the, at the England stuff. You know, there have been players who play for England who play better for England than they do for their club side. Barkley. You know, and kind of, yeah, Barkley in early, a very, very good case. You know, someone who is much, I think a much better player at international level, but maybe not, maybe not club level. So, you know, it, it's a lot of money, you know, you're talking 150s and, and then you're looking at, uh, you know, securing an, an almost certified world-class talent. So, yeah. you know, you, you've got to weigh it up, I think. But I mean, I'd, I'd love to have him here. Yeah. Um, just because I think him and him and Hudson Odoi on the wings for the the next five plus years would just be yeah. carnage for for people to deal with because you know how are you going to cope with both of them and then Tammy or or someone up front Ruben yeah. coming into the team yeah. there's a lot of dynamism there all of a sudden I agree we've looked a bit static the past um, couple of years yeah and we've all we, we, go on Anu no it's a good point because William and Pedro aren't getting any older this point exactly yeah. they are, in fact they are getting so, they're getting older isn't it? that's the problem but. Um, I was going to say Hudson and Sancho as well. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Hudson, <laughs> Hudson and Sancho, like, um, for the under-17s, they kind of played close together as well. So um, if they were to come to England, I mean, to Chelsea, it would be nice to see, like, them on the same wing. Just because, I don't know if you've seen the videos, I'll put it on, up on the Chelsea Hour account, but both of them in the under-17s. Yeah. yeah, one played number... T- uh, Hudson played number 10, Sancho played left wing, so... And obviously, um, Jermaine, you said that Hudson played up front. Let's talk about Hudson under 21s. Uh, yeah, so 
So when I watched the start of the game, they'd actually started with a three three five two. Yeah. And they'd put Hudson up top with with um Nketiah. Yeah. But uh about twenty, twenty five minutes in I think. I might be wrong, but there was a point basically in the first half where I don't know whether it was because they saw a weakness in in Austria's side as to why they switched it, mm. or maybe it just wasn't working out as much as they thought with Hudson up top. But he did start off up top and then they, they put him out to the left and then when he went out to the left, that's when kind of so all it, hell broke loose. You, he was incredible, yeah. Yeah, are you saying that he was much better on the left as opposed to playing up front? Do you feel like Hudson can be an option as a striker? Yeah. I, I feel like with Hudson, he, he, he obviously where he's still young, he's going to develop that part of his game anyway if, if that is going to be an option going forward in terms of him playing in that position. Yeah. But I think we've also seen it with the youth how he can be a very, very good goal scorer for, for the team in terms of like the, the youth team used to rely on a lot of goals from Hudson Odoi in terms of him, him being a goal scorer. But then we all know as well that some of his best moments have come, or if not his best moments, have come from the left. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think he can play him with his back to the goal. I think they are wasting your wisdom. I don't think his back was to... I don't think that was the... That was the aim, though. I think what mm. they were trying to do is they were trying to get him to play up top, but like slightly behind and yeah, right. yeah, pockets of space, yeah. After yeah. kind of just start going at the defense, but yeah. uh, didn't quite work out the way they wanted it to. I think it's, it's a bit like when we used to put Hazard up front and he'd get lost. You know, he'd get lost in games because, yeah. as you say, like so much of the game is him facing away from goal, and you, you know you don't want you're not going to smash balls up to him when he's got Van Dijk or right. some other you know six foot four centre back behind him. I think again. Now his his best football for me is when he's he's facing play. You know, he gets right. the ball, he can run at defenders, However, even if it's central or up wide. You know, but I mean, just not back to goal yeah, stuff for me. Is yeah. where you're going to get the best from him. But like, well, one of his goals was like that, wasn't it? Uh, that I saw the one where he just, just basically drove from the halfway line. Yeah, oh, yeah. incredible goal. Yeah, on that left side cut in, yeah. bang on his fire. And me and Dan watched the game when we went to watch that Grimsby game. Yeah. all on the left, and he was just terrorizing the right back. Yeah, I just that's his, that's where you've got to play. But but don't forget. Like Jermaine, you said it was three-five-two. So when you're thinking mm. about Hazard up front, that's a lone striker position. If it's a three-five-two, mm. you can have like the army role, the, the the channel striker, where you have that guy that is doing all the back to goal work, and then yeah. Hudson can be playing on the left. But yeah, it's cool. Obviously, like it's early days anyway. So we didn't get to Hudson versus Sancho. I kind of guess how this is going to go. But is there anyone here? Because the wider world will all tell you that Sancho is the bigger talent. Is there anyone that agree with that? Agrees with the wider world? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hudson will be better than him. What you saying? We will be or is we'll now? Be, yeah. So you not so, so why not? Why do you? Why, well, the, why not at this current time? Yeah. I just think Sancho's got more on his resume, hasn't he? He's got more on his CV to back it up at the moment. I think he's he's had what one maybe, and he's in the middle of having a really really good season okay. in Germany. So he's got he's got a bit more on the CV at the moment. I think right. yeah, I, Hudson hasn't even had a complete season yet. It's, it'll be unfair. I, I, okay, but then are you saying if you could swap Hudson for Sancho right now, you no. would? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. So, but just for this, no, I'm just saying. That's my point. Hudson will be better. Okay, will be. But what I'm saying is, just for this season, who do you think will oh, be doing? Just for this season, yeah, no, okay. I'm, I'm asking you the question. Who do you think will be better with Hudson or Sancho? Hudson. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Callum. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. Um, I, looking looking at how he's come back, and I think the biggest concern for me was whether he lost that explosion that he had with the ball because. You know, there are there are people that are quick in football, but there are people that can actually run with the ball almost the same speed as without it. And mm. the, the goal that he scored, he he was running away from midfielders who were chasing him with the ball. I mean, I've not you, you don't really see that. Yeah, I think you cut out, man. Anu, Anu what are you saying then? Quite rare and special. I just need a bit of a you know a bit of a encouragement from Lampard, a bit more game time, and, and hopefully second half of the season. No, maybe this isn't a debate if he's if he's really sort of starting to fly. Yeah, yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, you, Adu, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It, I, I would say Hudson just because. That's your point. Listen, it's a it's from a biased point of view. Yeah. I think Hudson, <laughs> right, cool. Hudson, Hudson's gonna be the one I'll take short term this cool. season. I I, have, I forgot to ask about Mount um, Golden Boy. Do you think he deserved it? You know, he got he's on the nominations list. 
biased opinion. Yeah, I, I just wanted to win it so Gwendozi <laughs> doesn't win it. But, um, I know. They're like, do- uh, like, no, I mean, he, there, there are players who've had much better, much better seasons. Jao Felix and a few others, a few other names I've seen on there probably deserve it. But I mean, it'd be great if he won it. You know, I know it's, it's uh, it'd be a big thing for him. But you know, if, if I'm being completely unbiased, he probably doesn't deserve it. But as, as long as Gwendozi doesn't win it, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Was it? Was it? Was the question though? Does he? Does he um, deserve to be in the nominees, or does he deserve yeah. to win it? Does he deserve to be in the nominees? He deserves to be in the nominees. You think and so? The reason being, the reason being, he had a very good breakout season at Derby. Championship. And he's been championship. Well. Ever since he's been alone, he's been playing well. Yes, yeah, it's, so. it's championship though, right? It still no matter. It's Dutch league, no. Oh, no. that is championship's hard. Championship's hard to play in. It's easy to say, oh, it's just a championship. But if you like, for him to stand out in his first breakout season for Derby and scored quite a, like he was a, it's not like he was just a bit part player for Derby he was like one of their most important players that's under Frank though isn't it Frank that's like Frank that's Frank's son basically <laughs> but I do so. feel like what, what did he get like um, I think he got something like 11 goals no for he, Derby. Got, he got 8 goals 8 goals and yeah, how many so. assists I don't know about that. That's not it's important. Like big, I think one of the... That, one, not an assist guy. <laughs> I'm not an assist guy. One of them is in double figures though. And the fact is, I feel like if he's had a good season for a team, and, and I think the season before that as well, he even played well. So like, yeah, he's been playing... Yeah, Test. 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 I think he might have got player of the season in the Dutch league. So there yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, thinking about it, Eddie and Ketia um, isn't starting for Leeds, so... Right. Some some of the guys on that list don't even have Wikipedia pages, so it's I mean he's, he's obviously like you know he should be he should be on it in my opinion. So yeah. Quickly about Eddie and Ketty and Brewster, um, obviously both former Chelsea Academy players. Are any of those talents? Are you looking at them thinking I wish we still had them? Nah, no, not really. No, I, I think I think Inkesha is is interesting, but uh, I mean if you're, you're comparing him to someone like Tammy or something like that, who's maybe having a bit of a breakout year, then then probably not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think hopefully he'll go and have a decent career, but I, yeah. I don't think I'm looking back. It's not like it's, uh, you know, we've we've let Hudson Odoi or someone or Ruben go, for example. Because like in mm-hmm. is he's not even he's 21. He's not like 18 like Hudson and them. He's like 20, 21. So was he 21? Yeah, I, I thought he, he was much younger. Than yeah, I think he's 20. <laughs> I think he's 20, 21. You know, so yeah, Jesse, Jesse Lingard syndrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, let's go into other international games. I'm going to talk about the American. Um, Pulisic I don't know if you guys see the sort of video but it yeah. looked like I know like other people have come out saying it was the flu but it looked like wow. he was yeah it looked like hey, he was he was crying like that when you've got the flu <laughs> I don't know man maybe like I don't know well, I mean so I think my thing is let's say if he was crying do you respect it or not as in like a player that just cares so much about his career and he's not going his way, so he's he's a little too. I respect it straight up. You respect, respect it, Anu. Passion. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm, that's what I want Listen, I'm a passionate guy when yeah. it comes to that. Talk about thing. it. And it's just like it shows he loves. He loves it. He yeah. love, and he shows that he is unhappy, un, underperforming. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It means that much to him. Yeah. It's a really good point. That he is upset. Yeah. You'll see players who have a terrible game. And just walk off and start swapping shirts. Yeah. And that will kill me. And I've been swapping shirts at half time, they've just yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah. This guy, not even I don't even think they were losing at the time. He just got stuffed off because yeah. obviously he's their star man and obviously he wasn't playing great. I didn't watch the game, but he obviously clearly wasn't playing no, great. No, apparently he stank it out. Yeah, and he just vented his frustration. Yeah. I also think it's very difficult as well. I think people need to get off his back because it's very difficult because he's not playing constant club football and it can't be easy to not play constant club football and then come straight into the national team and try to be the star man again. Yeah. So, obviously, his head is probably all over the place. Yeah. But I'm I'm all for it and I just think it shows that he cares. And I think Lampard needs to be careful here Okay. Uh, because it's... It, he needs to give this guy time because it's a fear of losing what? him. Like, like we've done that with we've done that with players in the past. What have we done? just lost players, not giving enough game time, and look at Kevin De Bruyne now. Yeah, okay, look but what I'll now. say, what I'll say is, Lampard's not saying he can't get back in the team. Lampard's saying, show your form in training. I'll give you an opportunity. When you get an opportunity, take it. Like the Grimsby <laughs> game, we were there, Anu. Like we we were there. He he was trash. Am I lying? <laughs> yeah, and it's but it's also a case of. Is he playing? They say it, managers say it, don't they? For a player to just come in, or pundits or whatever, to play just come in, not yeah. play any games, and then yeah. come and expect. Right. You saw it. Yeah. You told me this. Yeah, I know, it's With, true. Uh, you're right. Smoke. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You were like, <laughs> okay. And right. then, yeah, you told me this. You were like, <laughs> really? 
I would be like, oh, he's not doing enough when yeah. he comes in. Yeah. He'll be like, but how can you expect him to yeah, do yeah. much when he's not playing every yeah, game? Yeah. It's okay. the same with this Okay, position. okay, man, shit. That's, that's, <laughs> how much, how, Dan, how, how much did Pulisic cost? I'm crying now. 58 million. But it doesn't matter okay, about sorry. it doesn't matter about it doesn't matter about <laughs> to me. It does, yeah, I, I know we've established that. But actually, and he's used my own shit against me. You can't expect a player to come back in and be shot. <laughs> but but the, at the same time, he got a run at the beginning of the season, and so don't forget, Lampard gave him the the, the reins. Lampard gave him the keys to the starting position, and he dropped it. Now, as lo- as much as much as everyone thinks I'm against Pulisic, I'm not. I don't know if you guys think I'm harsh on him, but what I'm saying is. He needs to win his place back. I don't think Lampard's being bad by playing other players that are in better form. Obviously, Willian's on form. Hudson's come back. He's on form. What do? What are you suggesting that you drop them when they're on form? I I agree. What? I agree. You, you you rotate, but then Mount is on form too. So it's just difficult for him because he's in the competitive league in a competitive um, position. What What I will say is that when when Lampard is rotating. And um, say, for example, he does drop William, like William. I don't think like um, it will be interesting to see like if, say, for example, in the Carabao Cup against Man United, it will be interesting to see like if Pulisic gets a game then. Mm. And I know that's quite that, that's few games away from now, but I can't really see him starting against. I can't see him starting in the Ajax games, yeah. and I can't see him starting against Burnley either, especially because of their physical like, attributes, Burnley. So. The next game you're looking at potentially for for, for Pulisic to start is probably Man United. No, can't see it in the Carabao Cup exactly, and that's what I'm trying to say. And even then, it's like even even if he drops Willian and Hudson Odoi is on form, he might play Hudson Odoi left and then Mount right. Yeah, but that's Pulisic's chance to show him being an out and out winger is is his chance to show. Listen, Lamps, like I'm in front of Mount on that right side at yeah. least. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's something yeah. the player. You're right. You're, because if Mount beats him on the right side, that's peak for Puli, you know. That's but, what I'm trying to say. So, so yeah. if if he allows that to happen, because because fans need to understand, when managers pick teams as well, it's not just the managers that make it happen. The players are a big part of that. Facts. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's about how they train and what they show in terms of winning that place. And like I said, if I'm a player and I see that Mount is already he's already a midfielder starting on the left, cool. Hudson Odo is coming. He's starting on the left now. Yeah. Willian gets dropped. I do. I do not want to see Mount yo. being picked that right hand side. Yo, yo, listen, that's, listen. That's, that's what if, I'm thinking. if Mount starts playing on the right, Pulisic will start crying on the bench again, bro. You start seeing <laughs> him crying. Want, is, I don't even want that for him because I know for a fact, yeah, that there is ability there in it. Yeah, but it's it's just about him applying it, like not a little bit more, much more, because yeah. the Premiership is not a joke. You can't 100%. afford to like just. And do you know what? You can't. Like 50, 60. What happened to that? What happened to that first breakout season in the Prem that everyone gets a free pass? Why, yeah, why doesn't so, he get this? But then, no, but no, then, he does. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. What I'm saying because it costs fifty-eight million pounds. <laughs> no, 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 but no, but even even Sojo, yeah, he, he like the the fee is not something that he can control. So I know I, I, I get that with all players, but I'm yeah. saying that is a massive investment for Chelsea to make in yeah. a player in this day and age. Yeah, right? no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But the fact is, he he needs to. He needs to take this by the scruff of the neck yeah. and make it his as well. Regardless whether it's a breakout season, you want to play football. Yeah. You want to play football. Yeah. Forget about I mean, everything else. You yeah. want to play football. So if you want to play, you have to like make it happen. You, yeah. no, one's, no one's just going to give it to you like that. But also, what I'd say to kind of end on, on this Pulisic bit is he didn't sign a one-year contract. He signed, I guess, five years or whatever. So all this rush for him to break out right now the season's long, but not just the season's long, his contract's long. So, like, he's got time to make it. Now, obviously, a lot of people are saying, is he going to be a Morata or is he going to be a Jorginho? So, he's got time to fight and to, like, change people's mind as Jorginho did. All right. He's getting hecked on Twitter, though. Who? I feel for him, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just killing it. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? He said that he's reading it, too. So, I've started tweeting a bit more. I started tweeting more about it, so... Um, all right, guys, international break means injuries again, bro. I mean, so I, I don't know. Do you guys have anything to add on this cat? Why it's happening, or I don't know if you've got any thoughts about it. But obviously, any international break. I know this is the last one actually, so that's good. But we just seem to pick up injuries. So I think um, Kova had a little bit of an injury thing to. Do. Obviously, Ampadu, but he's on loan. But Christensen too. So, is, do you feel like this is? It might be a Chelsea thing. 
Like, I, I had a little uh, one. Of, one of my friends is a is a sports scientist, and yeah. I just because I'm a bit of a nerd about this sort of stuff, I had a bit of a chat with him about what was going on, and he seems to think that that if you listen to some of the the stuff from Sari's training sessions last season and how they're conducted, going into a Lampard's regime, which is like super super sports science focused, mm. a lot more gym work, a lot more kind of let's say look more traditionally associated with like professional football. Now I think the change in, in regimen is, is not sitting with some of these players because okay. I don't know about you, but if, if I don't play five side football for two, three months and then I go and have a kick about like the next day, like, I'm not walking properly, yeah, you know? So it, it's, it's, I think it's a massive change in, in how they're training, particularly more gym work. There's a lot more focus on, on that. I, I think they were barely doing any kind of strength work really to the extent that they are last season. So yeah. I think there's a little bit of a carryover in, in styles and stuff like that, but it seems to be also, I mean, we, we're getting a lot of like unfortunate injuries as well. You know, some of this stuff that's happened with Reese James, you know, away on international duty. I think he's been injured twice with England. Um, Hudson Adoy, like an Achilles going in quite an innocuous moment, you know, mm. ruling the same, like getting injured in a, a weird friendly in America. I mean, it's, it's a little bit unlucky, but I think a lot of it also might be down to the, the change in style that we're seeing between um, what Sari was doing last season and what Lampard's trying to do with this Chris Jones guy and, and some of the guys that he's bringing in from Lovely. a little bit more modern perspective on stuff. I, I don't think it's matching up as well as maybe people would have liked. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I think it's the running as well. You know, yeah. like the way Lampard, you know, every single time Lampard has an interview about a player coming back yeah. to, to, to get into the team, he's, he's talking say. about, the first thing he talks about is like, they're going to run. Need to run yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's like, if you are running them into the ground like that, and then you've got these these annoying international friendlies, like not friendlies but qualifiers coming up as well, mm. and then you've got someone like Kante who you can't even really remember the last time Kante had like a, a proper rest. Do you know what I mean? And it's like you're looking at these injuries, and you're just thinking to yourself, half of it's bad luck, but some of it might also be down to the fact that these players have just been running to the ground. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna disagree at first, then. That Kante one's quite interesting because he never, I swear he never used to get injured. At all. Yeah, but that's the thing, you get older, bro. No, no, that's what I mean. That's what I'm agreeing with you now because yeah. I was say, like, these guys are professional, like, but it is something must be up because Kante never, I used to remember Kante for every game, yeah, like, even when there was like Leicester, all those things. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he's, it's weird. He's getting injured a lot now. Something must be. Swear and tear, in it? And but, when injuries, the thing about injuries, when they happen, they're very. Some of them are very hard to shake off. So yeah. like hamstring, like when I used to play, I used to get a lot of hamstring injuries. Mm, yeah. And you can't. It's very difficult to shake them off, especially if you're like a winger or like a quick left back. Acceleration and all that. Yeah, man, they come back so soon. So it's yeah. So diff- but do you know what the good thing is no international breaks for a while. I think right. So international break. Giroud and Batshuayi. We heard both the France manager and the Belgian manager, both Deschamps and Martinez basically saying that they want their players, Giroud and Batshuayi, to play more. They're saying they're not getting enough time. Um, I'm guessing a lot of Chelsea fans were like, "That's are going to be like, that's tough. You know, obviously they're signed to our team. We're going to do what's best for our team. I kind of want your guys' opinion on it. Do you feel like Lampard could do better to rotate the strikers? Or a lot of people, I, I've been speaking on Twitter, they're just saying you have to play Tammy every single game. I don't know what you're... Obviously, we've just come off the talk of an injury thing. Like, we've just stopped... <laughs> We've just stopped, talked about injury, so like, there's a bit about protecting Tammy from injury too. But I want to get your thoughts on um, what Deschamps and Martinez are saying. Play one at the top, so it's it's at the end of the day you can only really rotate one, and the only one that's going to get up is one other sub. So someone's always going to be in a sticky situation. Yeah, there's no other way. But and obviously their respective international manager is going to want them to play. Yeah, so I feel like that's obvious. Yeah. But I thought Giroud's been hard done by in a in just because anytime he's been asked on last season, he did what he was asked to do. In, and in probably Europa. that Europe by himself. Yeah. And not in the Premier League. In the Premier League he, he wasn't start. doing it. Yeah, well no one was doing anything in the Premier League yeah. last season. <laughs> <laughs> no one up he, top anyway. Eden he, was. I, listen, I'm all I'm all for Giroud going in January and playing for another Premier team. I I'd feel for him because yeah. Really, that's why he should be number two. Yeah. And then when Tammy bring Tammy off, come 70, 75 every week. And if Tammy keeps going, that's how it has to be done. Yeah. You can't change that. Jermaine, Joe? Do you want to go, Joe? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the the one thing I'd say is I, I, I've really kind of commended like Lampard's approach in, in picking teams based on form and mm. training and stuff like that. And 
I think in in that respect, I think Batshuayi earned has certainly earned more minutes because you know the, the one knock that you hear in sort of football circles is about training and maybe the mentality, but he seems super super switched on this season. Yeah, like when he scores, like his facial expressions, it's like like real kind of like not like aggression, but I mean you can see that it means an awful lot to me. He keeps scoring whenever yeah. he comes on. Yeah. You know, he's having an impact on games and. But if you're doing everything that's been asked of him, and it seems like he is, and yeah. I still think he's he's one of the best finishers at the club, yeah. you know, as a genuine rotation option for Tammy, and you know we've seen Tammy. I think Tammy's got about 70, 80 minutes in the tank every game because the amount of running and stuff he does, and just the work rate is is incredible. But yeah. you can't do that for ninety minutes because he he does tail off a little bit towards the end of games. I think Batshuayi should start getting maybe a little half an hour here or there, yeah. half. But I, I think again, you know, Newcastle this weekend. Perfect opportunity to, to rotate, to rest Tammy, you know, to, to, to give him a, a reward him for what has been some some pretty good performances that we've seen this season. Right. So, or, you know, Grimsby, Grimsby and others and stuff like that. But I still think that he's he's done what's been asked of him and, and therefore should get the rewards. I knew you was going to say. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. But do you rest the striker that keeps scoring? It's like saying, telling Didier yeah. Drogba, oh, no, you're going to rest this week. Well, well Drogba, Drogba got told to rest. When there was Crespo and Drogba around, they managed it. But yeah, I agree with I agree with Joe in terms of Batshuayi, not just showing passion. He showed so much passion and he showed passion without having to cry on the bench, by the way. But he showed, he showed passion when he scored. But also, yeah. <laughs> but also he's scoring goals. <laughs> You're not trying to grow this brand in America, are you, Dan? <laughs> no, my bad, my bad. This equation. My bad, I'll retract that. But what I'm saying is, it's not just passion with Batshuayi, because some players are just showing passion by um, crying and shit, but he will score goals as well. So, like, um, Belgium, he was scoring goals. The Grimsby game, where, obviously, he had his opportunity, he took it by scoring goals. Um, he's been coming on and scoring. He, he gave the assist to, assist to Mount. So I think a lot of people are saying, like, I know you're saying, how do you drop Tammy? That's not the only way you can kind of incorporate both strikers. As Joe said, you can bring Tammy off a little bit earlier, bring Batshuayi on. But there are games, there are opportunities for him as well to say, OK, Batshuayi, you come, come on. Now, obviously, I personally, I think, just coming off of an international break, you want to get, especially as Tammy didn't play for England, you want to get him back in there. Personally, that's for me. But I do yeah. feel like Lampard could do a little bit more better because don't forget, I think with Tammy and Mount. Both of them, I think they've started every single game um, in the Premier League. Yeah. So I... they've, got, they've, they've got the the thing is, let's be honest, they've, yeah. they've got they've got the backroom staff in their corner, in it, yeah. Tammy and um, we yeah. all know that. Yeah. And any Chelsea fan that says otherwise, they're, you're, you're just being a little bit naive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But the they're, facts they're, are, yeah, they're, they've they're just Chelsea boys, and they're delivering, but, and they're delivering, yeah, and they're delivering, which yeah. is more, most important as well. But the thing for me is, yeah. Some people are saying on Twitter, "Ah, oh, do you expect Lampard just to start him because so that um, he can keep he can keep Batshuayi happy?" And the thing is, sometimes in football, yes, sometimes yeah. you have to do that yeah. for your squad. Like it's not illegal to do that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. You yeah. need to like keep players happy to let yeah. them know, listen, you're part of my team, yeah. and I respect you in that way. In terms of, I've seen what you're doing, yeah. I appreciate it, and for that, you can start against exactly. Newcastle. And like, you know and like Joe said, reward him for good work. It's not just trying to keep him happy. Batshuayi, he's been doing well. Lampard said himself, in training and on the pitch. So from what we're seeing and from what Lampard's seeing, he's been doing everything he can and he's been scoring too. So yeah. yeah. And you want to keep, and you want to keep players like Tammy who are still very, very young. On you their You want to keep them hungry. Yeah. You want to keep them hungry. Yeah. You want to keep them on their toes. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So and yeah. There's always, just, there's, there's always periods in the season where your main guy isn't scoring or playing well. I mean, we yeah. see, you know, Costa's had periods where he's gone dry, Drogba, it happens to a grow, it happens to the best players. And then yeah. if you've got, if you're bringing some guy completely from the cold and you're expecting him to kind of, you know, pick up the slack for four, five, six games, maybe yeah. then, you know, it, it's more, it's, it's much more difficult to come in if you've not been sort of featured, if you're not getting half an hour yeah. here and there. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's also just trying to be a little bit better thinking in the future. If Tammy's exactly. sort of form dries up a little or bit, or he gets not injured, saying it will, or he, or gets, he gets injured, injured exactly, yeah, yeah. Then, then who's who's going to step in? Because at the moment, we don't really have a clear candidate. Yeah, and don't forget, let's not forget, like, people are saying, oh, how do you drop an informed striker? I, I know for Chelsea fans, this is new to us, having an informed striker. We haven't <laughs> had that in ages, but, like, you know, Liverpool will rotate for Minia. You know, um, City will bring Jesus in for Aguero. So, like, we need to kind yeah, of. Yeah, I was understand. just going to use that example as yeah. well. Like, when he first came, especially um, Jesus, when he first came onto the scene, yeah. I think Aguero, 
there was obviously it was him and Aguero then nobody kind of drops Aguero do you know what I mean that was like yeah. talk of the time like nobody drops Aguero he scores goals whatever we all know that but then Jesus was coming he was just banging them in yeah. so it was like even when Aguero wasn't playing City fans were just chilling sitting there chilling because yeah. they knew yeah. oh it's minor exactly. you know Aguero's not playing but Jesus is going to bang them in we need to feel like that as well yeah. about Batch yeah and and, and even this season, Jesus has been playing as well. So, like, yeah, I feel like I feel like he can do more. But I do believe that Lampard is looking at it, thinking, "Look, I need to give Batshuayi more time because he's come out and he's praised him a number of times now." Um, just quickly rounding up the international um, kind of appearances from the non-England players. Jorginho scored a penalty, but what I want to talk about is Kepa made some mistakes. So I kind of want to talk about Kepa because I've been seeing some stats about him being Higgy. But also, both Jorginho and Kepa, both of their agents are talking about them returning to their homeland in the future. Not in the near future necessarily, but in the future. I want to know, kind of, how do you feel about that? If you start hearing that type of stuff, do you feel like might as well cut our losses now and get yeah, rid of that them? Annoys, that annoys me, that stuff. Yeah. It's Talk about no, it. You can just keep that to yourself. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone, it's like you're, you're working somewhere. Yeah. And that you, you, what you tell your family, yeah, in five years I'm going to move, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Move to Liverpool or I'm going to move off. That's fine. Yeah. What yeah. are agents trying to get you? Let Chelsea fans know that. Yeah, his agent's trying to so keep his value up, isn't it? But, but Anu's right, you don't apply for a new job like at the job with everyone can see your laptop like you don't do that or you don't make calls saying yeah I'm coming for an interview in front of your boss you know what I mean yeah 100% I don't agree with it but I think his agent's just trying to be trying to be clever it's not clever but he's trying to be clever about you know going about his player and his, and his future and that but I think Jorginho's made it quite clear that he's he's um he's dedicated to the cause at the moment at yeah. Chelsea's um, what, what, we say, be what are we saying about Kepa because I don't know, man. Just, like, did he start the first game and get dropped for the next one? Is this the mistakes we're talking about? Because he didn't start. I don't know the second Spanish game. I know De Gea got injured. Yeah, and then I'm, he came on. I mean, but did he start the first? Day? I didn't watch the game to say, but I, I don't know. The streets, the tweets were saying that he made a mistake. But away from that, there was a stat kind of breakdown, and apparently, Kepa, out of all the goalkeepers in the Premier League, has the worst save rate. Yeah, I saw this today. Yeah, I saw um, this today, and yeah, so I don't know, like. We we done a podcast and we was asking about next season our ideal 11s and I, I that think ridiculous. that that doesn't make sense. Bro. I'm a show. I'm gonna send it to you, bro, because like stats are real. So I'll send that shit to you. <laughs> like, just, the thing, that stat, yeah, yeah. Defensively, we are so poor. So yeah. it's like <laughs> it's like what what like what's classifying the same? Like what is it? Is it like he, he can reach it or what? Bro, he, if he's yeah, short. You know he's short. Like I don't know. I just don't feel safe with Kepa in goal, bro. But I, anyway, we'll see. Anyway, like what are you saying, Jermaine? <laughs> I, I just I think um, Chelsea have conceded poorly all season. Anyway, yeah. so I think this is going to be a very bad season for any keeper. To be honest with you, that's we goal, are bottom bro. in terms of like he's bottom of it. Like. Yeah, like, nah, he, like he's like Chelsea. <laughs> to be fair, under Lampard, like we were expecting this because Lampard at Derby, they were conceding goals. I think we're scoring yeah. as many as we're conceding. Um, we we seem in the but, last but few games, huh? He does make mistakes. Though. Yeah, yeah. So well, what he should do? Better. I think needs me to put it. There's a lot of should yeah. do better moments. Yeah, that's what me. So I, I think I, he's right. Anu, what are you saying then? What you? I've also seen some world class saves from him. Yeah. So. Yes, we should expect that with the price tag. So it's just, it's a difficult one, but it's just you know one of those stats that are just so. How are you interpreting that? What's the say? Yeah, What's yeah, the say? Yeah. Right, you, you could it. The back four or the back five, whatever you've got this season, have yeah. just not been but, up to. But scratch. also, but you also, championship level defending here. Yeah, but also. Set pieces throughout the season. Yeah, how's the keeper going to be confident with them? With them in front of him? <laughs> okay, all right. But what I will say is, in Kepa's defense, and I think Anu kind of brought this to my attention, like the Lampard in terms of rotation of the back. Like maybe he's not rotating the striker, but we've changed our back line and our formation back line a lot as well. So that's difficult for mm. a goalkeeper. You know, when it's the the personnel in front of him is changing and the formation is changing too. So yeah, but all right, cool. Um, yeah, so obviously, let's quickly go on to, before we talk about the Newcastle game, just a quick few um, transfers. So, would anyone swap January, would anyone swap Bats for Zaha and, like, some money? Like, pay Palace some money and Bats for Zaha? Yeah, I would. 
Yeah, I would as well. <laughs> I, I really like Zaha. I don't know why. I Maybe like it's him a too. Freudian thing, but so wait, I, I, and the only he, reason I would as well is because Zaha can play more than more than one position. So I think you'd be. So wait, good, Annie, good. did you say yes? You would as well. Yeah, I would. I would quickly. Really? Yeah, quickly. quickly but I quickly. thought you man rate bats. No, you're bats. I'm. Uh, you're. You be bats. Don't call me. Don't call me bats. Don't call me bats. Bats is a squad player. Right. You being bats needs to be started. Okay, just don't call me bats. That's like. But. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you swap that, then Drew could be back up. No. Nah, and then yeah. get like maybe young striker in, and then yeah. Saha could be the next on the on the right for Willian's yeah. gone after this season. Yeah. So, so. Fair. I like. I like Zaha as well. So. I'm glad that you guys, because a lot of people just don't like him. I don't know where it is. I think maybe it's the age thing, or maybe it's the fact that I don't understand. But um, attitude, maybe attitude. Don't people say well? Because obviously the summer saga in terms yeah, of that uh, that didn't look great, did it? I don't know. Maybe you, I like, think it, Anu, stop it, reading bad press because of that. Anu, stop reading the Daily Mail, man. Like I don't, no, 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 I don't even read the Daily Mail. No, 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 don't, no, don't call me out of that. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Do you know what? He has had a little bit of that, but I think actually he's a really determined player. Um, like on the pitch, he kind of seems to give it all. And like, I don't know, his attitude seems spot on, like, especially as an older player right now to me. But yeah, I, it's one to look out for. It's being linked. I don't know, man. I like Mishi as well. If we can get Zaha and keep Mishi, I would do that. But um, another transfer story that's kind of pissed me off is fucking Juventus. Sorry, keeps on trying to buy Emerson, the player he refused to play most of last season. It makes me sick. It's he nasty. He's so rude. He yeah. is actually so rude. It's yeah. having a swagger. You're going to try and come for Emerson yeah. after you took how many months to play him? That is crazy. Yeah. But do you know what pisses me off even more, though? Like, it could actually happen because we're linked with Chilwell. And I don't see us having uh, both. You can't keep both happy. Emerson will want to go to Venice. This is a headache, man. I can't even be hearing this right now. This would just annoy me. You know that? Mm. Like, I can't. If I see Chilwell coming for Emerson, yeah. And Emerson goes to Sari, I will be... Would, would anyone back that move? We sell Emerson to Juventus and we get Chilwell. Would anyone here back that? Chilwell? No, not, not really. He's a £25 million player, bro. That's only no. million needs to get slapped back. I don't know what that's about. I knew. Depending on your perception, it's, it's a marginal... You know, you could say it's a marginal improvement. I mean, why why are we focusing on an area that doesn't need improvement? It's such a typical Chelsea thing to do is invest yeah. money in somewhere that we've already got a, a decent enough player to get us through the next two years. Very good point as well. well. And Chilwell as well. You're seeing the best of Chilwell as well. And Emerson. And, and, Ch- and it's Ch- not Ashley Cole, is it? It's not peak Ashley Cole. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not I'm not buying another left back for a number of years if I'm Chelsea. But and we've done cost, stranger things. How much will cost? It'll cost like 90 million, 80 ridiculous million for Chilwell. Are you mad? But... um. Do you know what? I've seen another story that kind of Victor Moses apparently wants to return to Chelsea and and compete for a place. I think everyone wants to return because I don't know if you know Panzo. That's we uh, <laughs> that left to Monaco. He kind of wants to return. So I think they've seen that a lot of English players are are getting played. And Moses, even though he chose Nigeria, I guess he thinks he's English. But yeah, would you take either Moses or Panzo back? I'll take Panzo. I liked Panzo a lot when he was here. Um, I thought he was, particularly for a left footer, you know, really like unbelievably comfy on the ball for a centre back. He had, I think technically he had work to do, but his physical skill set and, and actually not not technically, like more from like a defensive technical standpoint than his his ball playing ability. But I always thought he was someone that potentially could have could have gone on to to play for the first team. But you know, chasing chasing the dream of Monaco and that that's obviously gone quite a bit pear shaped since Emanalo's left and there's a yes. lot of stuff obviously going on there at the moment. So I'd I'd have him back. But yeah. I mean, you know, they sold him for two and a half million, so they they'll probably want more than that to, to yeah. get him back. But then all, yeah, he's friends with all all of the man the minute. So like yeah. so yeah. He's literally, literally was like one of the, the main people in that social group. So yeah. you can yeah. imagine that's that's been quite tricky for him to see them all doing so well not no not tricky to see him do like do well but you know, it's got to be a little bit in, in the back of his head that if yeah. he'd have stayed, yeah, he, might, he might be in contention. All right, cool. All right, so my question, my next question is Gilmore kind of stated that he said to Lampard he wants to go on loan, but Lampard says, no, actually, I want you to stay and fight. So my question is, January comes around, he's not getting that many minutes. What do you think is the best for him to stay around the squad and just like maybe wait for an injury to like a Jorginho or whatever? Or do you think it's best for him to go on loan? loan him I think look at the yeah. success of that of um, Tomori and Mount last season yeah but my, 
to the reason they're starting now is because of that loan. 100%. Like. But Tamori Mount was under Lampard, who plays young players. And Padu is at, like with Leipzig, he's not getting a game. So there is the, when loaning him out, it's not easy. There's no kind of formula where you, you can get him to a club that is going to play him, especially in January. So that's Yeah, but that's where the club's got to do a bit a bit of research, you know what I mean? And find maybe find a manager who has history of playing young players or has potential, not send him maybe to a club that's doing so well. Um, if that makes sense, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like they actually need it. But, but, it, but I think that's, that's where but, they've got to do a bit more. But I think him playing for the second half of the season is going to help because I think he's going to be really good. Yeah, we saw him that if, day. If, yeah. he if, he doesn't, if he doesn't start against Man United, yeah, if he doesn't start against Man United in the Carabao Cup, yeah, something like that. Because I, I don't know what team... It's a bit difficult now because I think Oli, the pressure that Oli's under, he's probably going to start quite a strong team and therefore... Lampard's probably going to try and counter that with his. With I don't know, team. you know. I think I back Lampard to just like hold his guns and play Gilmore. Like that's he, what I'm hoping. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. That's why I'm saying if he plays, if he plays that Man United game, I would say personally stay at Chelsea and just and train and carry on doing what you're doing, learn a bit and train with the first team, get the experience of going out with them and that. But if if they can get a loan move in the Championship for like similar to like the Reece James, the Reece James loan move, yeah, where. There was a team that was kind of struggling, but he would, you know, he would have to battle a bit. Reese James is built like a man, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. He's almost a small boy. To send him in the championship, and if a team's struggling, that's even more when they they decide to play like experienced players. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it happened to, uh, I can't remember, was it uh, Chalaba went on loan to Burnley and, and uh, they, like, they were playing him in, mid, in like midfield and they don't even they don't even play the ball through midfield. So yeah. you've got a guy who's a, a baller who wants to play and hold in mid and yeah. they were just playing front to back. So that, that would be my concern as he goes yeah. to uh, like a, a, a sort of mediocre team in the championship not, and, they don't, and literally they're just yeah. knocking it up to the centre forward. That's yeah. My thing is it's not easy to find a good home for these players. And I, no, I, it's I, not. And I think Lampard and, and, and Jody will be good for him to stick around. So like, I don't always think you have to, you can, I don't think it's only improving by playing on the pitch. I think that Gilmore could, and I think that any opportunity that will come, Lampard will give it to him. So I'm fine with him staying. That's me personally anyway. The PL2 is not bad as well for Gilmore, especially like you said, Dan, because of his, like, the way he's, he is, um, like his physicality and that. Yeah. Still getting decent games at that level in terms of he's still going up against a lot of players that are bigger than him. And, yeah. And he's 18, right? He's just, he's, he's like eight. Yeah. I know that, to be fair, that's quite a, that's 18, that's Hudson's age, isn't it? So He said that he's meant to be in the under-23s this year, though. He said yeah. that that was what he was meant to be yeah. focusing yeah. on. But, yeah. so but Lampard just, kind yeah. of brought him to the senior Yeah, team. so like, actually he's doing a lot better than he should be. Like He's got a lot more game time than he was expecting. But um, obviously, let's wrap up with the, the preview for the Newcastle match. We'll keep it short and sweet. Saturday, um, 5.30. Yo, if we win this match, we would have had five wins in a row. Like, and thinking about the start of the season where we couldn't string two wins, like even a win, like we're actually reaching some form. But obviously Newcastle just beat United. The Longstaff brothers were in midfield. They've still got that. <laughs> they've got Alan Maximan um, too. We're at home. We must win. There's no, just, yeah. there's no thing to chat about this. Yeah. So what if we don't? What happens if we don't win? What are you saying? Lampard out? <laughs> Because you just said must win, so what it's happens? It's a must win. It's a must win. Th- then what happens if we don't win? If it's a must win? Uh, don't let me say it. I don't. Don't let me say <laughs> it. But no, listen. Yeah, there'll be. There, you have to look at it. Yeah. Yeah, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do have to look at it, but it's, honestly, it sounds ridiculous. But you have to look at it like, why are we not beating Newcastle home? Yeah, you have to go. You have to go. You have to go. What's going on? Dude, dude, give them a quick call. What's happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. And the- Games is very nice from now on, so I'm optimistic. Yeah. Uh, um, is there anything you work, you guys want to see in the game against Newcastle? Like any specific player, any formation, anything you're worried about or anything like that? Show start. That's me. Yeah, same. Hudson Adoy, I'd love to see him start. I think he's, uh, particularly back at that England game, two ridiculous goals. And yeah. I think he said himself now, he's kind of, he's had his own little pre-season the past couple of games. Yeah. So I think now, just, just, just let him go. Just let him play. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same thing. I'd be interested to see. I'm interested to see, to see if um, Ulam starts in the midfield because I know uh, I've been going on about this these injury doubts and all of this stuff and when we should bring them back and that like all season and I've just been proven right like so many times because like yeah. I said don't start them and then he starts them yeah. and then they get injured. So 
what I'm saying is a lot of people are expecting to see Kovacic or Kante in the midfield with Jorginho in it. Yeah. And to be honest, with like I said, with Ajax coming up back to back, in terms, not well, not back to back, but in terms of the cha- in the Champions League, it's back to back. We got them away in like home in it, and yeah. then we have got Burnley, yeah. and I think those three games are going to be our our hardest games out of this little run that we've had yeah. where we've had like decent games. Yeah. So, so I think it will be interesting to see who Lamps puts in the midfield because I've got a funny feeling he might do Barkley and Jorginho again. Yeah. I was going to say Jorginho is one yellow away from a. Suspension as well, but also, do you, you guys remember like historically Chelsea do bad in November as well? Just like historically, I remember that throughout the years, when it gets a little bit cold, we do bad. So, yeah, I think um, we definitely need to win this game because I think it might be a sticky November, even though it looks like easy games. I think games are going to start coming thick and fast. So, yeah, I feel like we need to get this in the bag. Um, yeah, yeah, 100%. all right, guys, anything else you want to say before we go? Because I'm about to wrap up. Team Pulisic. That's the start, isn't it? Yeah. Who said Team Pulisic? Anu, this, <laughs> this is your last appearance on the pod, man. It's been a good one, but you're not coming back. But anyway, yeah, use the hashtag um, Touchdown Fracker. Um, yeah, it's been good. See you guys next week. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, yeah. Take it easy, guys. Doing the most. Crusade that money is power. So when you get money, keep fighting ghosts. Ghost. I remember when I shot my shot, but I didn't have guts, so I hit the post. But next time it's a golden goal. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. Sports Social Podcast Network.